0: Praise Jesus, praise Him. Uh, my name is Edith Kazwe, pastor here at Upper Room Ministry, a Global Altar and Evangelical Ministry, and I'm here to share a message on family ties, or family strongholds. Is our message tonight? I want to define strongholds. Stronghold, stronghold um, thoughts. They are places. They can be buildings, locations that are put in someone's mind. They can be positive or negative. They can can be evil or godly. Those are strongholds. They are also ideas. They are weapons. They are divine. Some are earthly, they can also be efforts, they can be forces of wickedness or evil. That are the uh, the definition, uh, the kind of strongholds we have. Strongholds are non-people. Strongholds are, they are just a threat. It is a fear, it's a belief, that engage someone's mind. It's a threat that comes into one's mind. So it can be positive, it can be negative. Positive I mean someone strongly believe in that power or that thought that it can help him. Negatively, they are scared of that power or that place. It can also be food. It can be a location or a place. This thought takes someone to a place of of comfort or a place of safety. That's why someone is drawn towards that thought or towards that place or towards that idea or towards that mindset. We are going to look at some scriptures here which define strongholds. Uh, We are going to see some The book of Psalm, chapter nine, verse um, from verse nine. Actually, we start from uh, the book of Nahum before I get to before I get to Psalm. You can just go to the book of Nahum, chapter one, verse seven. It says, "This is a positive stronghold." This is a godly stronghold. So it says in verse 7, the book of Nahum, chapter 1, verse 7, it says, The Lord is my, the Lord is good, a strong stronghold, a strength in the day of trouble. He knows and recognizes, has knowledge, and understands those who take refuge and trust in him. So this is a thought that that is drawing someone towards God. That is drawing someone to a place of safety. Just as I described earlier that a stronghold can be a place of comfort or a place of of safety. And when I move to to Psalm, the book of Psalm chapter 9 verse 9 says... He's also referring to a place. This is what David saw as a stronghold. He says, the Lord also will be a refuge and a high tower for the oppressed. A refuge and a stronghold in times of trouble. In brackets, high cost, destination, and desperation. So David was looking at a stronghold as a place of refuge, a place of safety, a place of comfort. For the times when he's oppressed, times when he's down, depressed, and under situation, circumstances that are hard, that's the place where he he would dwell, he would run to uh, also the book of Joel talks about strongholds. Joel chapter three. Verse 16, it says, um, The Lord will thunder and roar from Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem and heavens and the earth shall shake. But the Lord will be a refuge for his people and a stronghold to the children of Israel. So we are seeing a stronghold as a place, as a thought, as God. Just as I said, strongholds can be godly. So looking at at, at Psalms where David sees see that as his Lord, and Joel also mentioning strongholds as a place where they, they go to what they worship. They worship God in that in that sense. I want to say that strongholds, um, are also manifesting as negatives, as forces from the earth. We have families that have uh, forces. They have thoughts. They have beliefs that this is what we believe in. And that thought is now against the godly thought. That is a place where they, 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 they find comfort, where they find safety. These are typical of African design, where we see altars, shrines built. We see names of those gods that they believe in, a thought of a given god. It's a belief that is in in a, a culture in, in a in a in a group of people. It, uh, in, uh, we may say in Africa it's the African traditions. So, in this sense, it is drawing someone to a place where they feel that is where they find strength, protection, safety, and help. They can also practice, can be practices. But in actual sense, these thoughts can bring, can bring engage such a person into fear, into a threat. Or if I don't do this, if I don't offer the sacrifice, if I don't behave in a certain way, I'll be compromising. So these thoughts can engage us positively. And I'm going to run to a family now because I'm, I'm discussing with family um, strongholds. From the beginning, a family is a center where God is intervening. It's a place where, even in our, in our culture, it's a place where our support, our help, our comfort come from. So if we use the Bible, from Genesis, we see the fall of man. We see man moving from God. In the beginning, The origin of man is from God. So the thought that man has is a thought of God. But along the way, when man is in the world, his thought was shifted to become rebellious against God. So now that's a negative thought. That is where the the negative thought comes from. Man shifted from believing from having a thought of God, from a godly thought to a a thought that is evil. And this is where we come from. Where children become disobedient, where wives are not submissive, where husbands are not paying love, they are not loving their wives, where parents are not positive towards their children, and where pastors are also negligent to teach because of Genesis chapter 3, the fall of man, where the thought of man was, was changed, but became negative, to, to, to become contrary to the thought that God gave man. So from this point, uh, from Genesis 3, man shifted. Children became disobedient to their parents. And some children have run into drug addictions. Some children have, 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 have thoughts that they are rejected. But actually they are not. But from a thought of rebellion, we are now moving towards a place where we are, be, we are becoming disobedient. From disobeying God, now we come to a place of disobeying our parents. Also, from a place where husbands are going to love their wives, they instead do not love. From a place where wives will submit their husbands, they are not submissive. From a place where parents are are seeing their their children as blessings, they see them as curses. So in the same place, when, when man... Fell from the commands, from the word of God, from the thought of God, from the plan of God. Man went a place of disobedience, of rebellion. So that rebellious life, spirit, thought has moved to where a family is today. So the family we have today is is established on disobedience, on unsubmissive, on on hatred. And so it it is also why am I involving the church because. A church is a family also as well. It's a family of Christians. So as, as, as I mentioned earlier, strongholds are not people. So we are not going to attack our children because they are disobedient. We are not going to attack our wives because they are unsubmissive. We are not going to attack our husbands. What are we going to do? We are going to have strategies. Because in the beginning, this stronghold started as a strategy. The devil had a strategy to divert man from the original thought of God. So even as if we are to, 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 to handle strongholds, to attack strongholds, we are going to draw strategies. One of the strategies we are going to need determination. You need to know that strongholds exist, that these thoughts exist. That's one strategy. For you to capture a stronghold, you, have it, you need to have it in your mind. And we are going to use words. Because even when the devil was coming to, 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 to tempt man, in the beginning, he used words. We are going to use words. These are going to be biblical words. We are going to use the word of God to attack So our strategy number one is determination. Of course knowledge, you must know that the strongholds exist. And these, these ties, they exist in our families. They exist as a form of rejection, rebellion, disobedience, and submissive, hatred, addictions. So after knowing that they exist, you're going to be determined to attack them. They are not people. They are, not, they are not human beings, but they are thoughts, they are spirits, they are mindset. So, since it's a spiritual stronghold, we are going to use spiritual weapons. You're going to fight. You're going to be determined to fight for your family. You're going to say, I must fight for my family. How? It's now your marriage. You're not going to, to write a divorce letter. You're going to stand up and say, I'm going to fight for my marriage. I must go, if I'm a wife, I'm going to to repent. Because we said we are going to use the word. And the word is the word of God. It is the Bible. We are going to go to the Bible and say, where did I I get wrong? What is in my mind? I'm unsubmissive. So what do I do? I have to repent. I have to go back. So we are going to go back to the the Bible. We are going to go back to the word. That is one way. Let us look at some of these scriptures that are going to help us to attack strongholds as the word. Uh, when you read uh, Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, it says, "And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offsprings and her offsprings, he will bruise and tread your head and a foot. And you will lie in, in wait and bruise his heel. This is a word we are going to use. We are going to know that whatever is hunting us, whatever is chasing us, is, is, not, is not a human being. So God has given us here the word that we are going to use the word to, 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 to this enmity that has come between you and your, your husband, between you and your, your child, between you and your, your family members. It is going to be your, your prayer. It's going to be the word of God that now it is not your, 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 your husband, your children that are coming against you, but it's because there is a spirit. There is a word that was said when we become disobedient. That is what we are going to attack. And this is why Jesus came. Jesus came to, to take away this. So we are going to embrace Jesus as a family. We have to have Jesus in the center of our, 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 our family. As a couple, we are going to have Jesus in the center of our marriage. As children, as, as parents, we are going to make sure our children receive Jesus. And as a church, we need to embrace the teaching of Jesus. Am I speaking to someone? Philippians 4, 13, I think from 13 years. Philippians uh, verse, chapter 4, verse 13 says, I have strength for all things in Christ, who empowers me? In bracket, I am ready for anything and equal to anything through Him, who infuses in strength inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. So we are going to walk to to attack the the, the the thoughts, the powers, the spirits, under the influence of the power of Jesus. So as, 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 as people, we, we cannot attack any, any force. We cannot attack these strongholds with our own thoughts. Because they are thoughts that are exhausting themselves beyond the thought of God. And why I'm using Jesus? Because the Bible says Jesus was given a name that is exalted beyond names. So when we attack these thoughts in the name of Jesus, declaring that we I have strength I am determined with the strength that I have, which is sufficient, which can do all, which has taken away all kind of, of, of spirits, all kind of sin. It is the same spirit I'm going to walk in. By doing so, you are going to pull down, to tear down. If there are places, they are going to tear down, to destroy. If their are, are, are mindset, you're going to remove, to wipe, To denounce by the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. So that's one of the strategies. Another strategy we have to see that was the strategy about using the word of God. Another strategy we are going to see is in First Thessalonians chapter five, verse sixteen and to nineteen. It says, "This is a strategy of prayer." This is a strategy of prayer. We have one strategy of using the word of God and using Jesus himself as embracing Jesus, receiving Jesus, accepting Jesus, and use him to confront those strongholds as a family, as as a couple, as, 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 uh, as children and parents. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 16, it says, Be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad-hearted continually. That is always. Be unceasing in prayer, praying perseveringly. You are not going to give up. You are going to be determined in prayer and persistently and believing and in faith, realizing that prayer can change. Prayer can, can turn around situations. Prayer can break mindset. Prayer can break down thoughts. A person who rebellious is going to change because of prayer. And it's going to be perseveringly. You're going to have it persistently. You're going to have it unceasingly. Which I talked about in the beginning. That this is a place where you stand and you're determined. So you're going to stand and say this rebellious child. This uh, unsubmissive wife. These unruly children, I am determined to intercede for them. You're going to pray. Another strategy is prayer. But it's not just a prayer of tomorrow and the other day. It's going to be perseveringly, uh, consistently, continuously, and in faith. Believing. And you're going to do verse 18 says, Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstance may be. Be thankful and give thanks. For this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus. The revealer and mediator of that will. Uh, We need to know that uh, God has paid a price. That he has put an intermediator. We have a source of strength. We have a source of power. So we are going to thank God. It is, it is in a good it, 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 um, an attitude of thanksgiving. It means you're trusting God. You're relying on God. Because even those who have evil thoughts or evil powers, they believe in them. They offer Thanksgiving. They, they do celebrations. They serve their gods with power and, 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 and in, 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 in gladness. So even us who are moving from the place of, of, of God, we are going to have an attitude of, 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 of thanking God, of trusting God and relying on him in all circumstances. Meaning, even when you pray two months, six months, one year, things are not changing, don't give up. Persist. Do it. Believe God. Thank him that, yes, even where I'm standing right now, I know your will will manifest. I know your power will work it out. That should be our, our attitude. I want also to add a, a few scriptures here from uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 4. It says, um, For though we walk life in the flesh. We are not carrying on our welfare according to the flesh, and using mere human weapons. We need to put in our mind that just as we are in a human, we are walking in the flesh. The things that are confronting us, the battles that we are we are we are confronted we are, we are confronted with, they are not going to be physical battles. So we are not going to attack people. We are not going to to to, to be mad at people. We are going to walk into the spirit. We are going to move into the spiritual realm. We are going to enter the spirit and say, I must stop it. I must overcome this. This is a, so this is a spirit. My husband, my wife, my children are just attacked. So you declare a spiritual warfare. Ephesians reminds us to come in the spirit. To have all all prayers in the spirit. And also to have our weapons. To put on the full armor of God. We need to dress up for this war. We need to put off the flesh. We need to forget that you you, you have pain. Because some of these situations are painful. Some of these moments are unbearable. That is why you have to take off your flesh. You have to go into the spirit. And I assure you. We have seen addictions being healed. We have seen um, separation as being reconciled, families being reconciled. We have seen rebellious people becoming the best people in the house. So I encourage you that we can attack strongholds. If we only know that strongholds are not people, strongholds are not just places, but they are spirits, they are thoughts that exalt themselves beyond the thought of God. May God bless you. But before we get there, I wanna pray. I wanna declare a spiritual warfare for a family that is engaged, the family that is struggling. Maybe this family is going for a divorce right now. Maybe this family is going through a, place, a, a process of addiction, a a a a a a a moment, a moment are getting, are so Tonight, I a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a Weapons are not carnal, but they are spiritual in nature. Pulling down every stronghold, pulling down every thought, pulling down every thought, every evil thought, every press that exalts itself, every thought that goes beyond the thought of God. We are created in His own image. All that is taking away, all that is diverting our memories, all that is diverting our family setting, We render it powerless. Divorce will pull you down. Separation I pull you down. Every. Bed. Every rejection, every addiction. I pull it down in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Just declare spiritual warfare where you are. I assure you, there is no prayer that has never failed without a God who is able to pray in believing. May God bless you and bless your family.